What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with the co-host, Mr. David. What's up, dude? Doing good. How you doing? Speaking to Mike. Oh, oh, shoot. He's a rookie here. Oh, yeah, shit. I am. Okay, gosh. <laughs> Don't get nervous. Focus, focus. Oh, All right, guys, you guys are listening. We're bringing you uh, gear talk today. But before we get into this, uh, let me talk about some of the episodes that we have on the show. Uh, we have our gear talk, which you're going to hear today, talking to different manufacturers, climbers, people in the industry using different types of gear, learning about the goods, the bads, how it was built, why it was made, uh, safety features, so on and so forth. We have our mini episodes uh, where we get to hear what's your story, uh, where individuals in our industry get to come in and we get to talk to them uh, about their story, how they got in the industry, uh, mentors they may have had and some wisdom that they can share. Uh, and then we have our full length episodes, which is uh, hopefully you guys can come out to California and hang out with us for a few days. And, uh, Definitely. you know, we'll climb on some of your guys' ropes and things like that. But full episode is in our studio. We drink beer. We sit around the table. We have many laughs. That sounds like uh, a good time. It's a good time. It's sometimes too good a time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on board. As time goes on on those ones, I'm like, man, I listen to the end. I'm like, oh, I started slurring. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's when you know it's a ones. real good yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun and, one. And then we have our safety talk, our safety flashes, where we take real life incidents that happen in our industry and we discuss them. You know, uh, what was the cause? What was the reasoning? What happened? Near miss to fatalities. Uh, to incidents, how do we control that? How do we make it better for our industry? And we learn from that, but we get to talk about those for individuals to listen to. Um, and guys, listen, there's a fee for the show. If you're listening to this right now and you don't pay the fee, you're a jerk, okay? Share it, okay? Uh, these individuals that are coming on today to share with us, uh, they're putting some knowledge, some information out. Uh, that you're going to be able to take and use and understand uh, the different products and share it with somebody if you learned something. If you got a laugh, you thought it was awesome, that's all we ask is for you guys to share it for there. Uh, but today we got Corant, right? What, what does Corant mean? Uh, it means like current, flow. Current. Oh, oh I like But that. it is actually the last name of the owner. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's a seventh generation owner been around since 1825 they've been making rope products since 1825 all right all right it's gonna be good this is yeah. this so is some got, history there coming up on a 200 year anniversary <laughs> nice patrick fitch yes, introduce yourself where are you from patrick fitch western maryland work out of west virginia okay okay peter introduce yep. yourself peter debris uh, ontario canada i live in a small town called port lampton it's right across the river st Clair river from michigan Cool. And what's, what's your guys' uh, uh, relationship with Prant? So for me, uh, I'm a product specialist and I do some marketing uh, with them as well, some R&D work. Uh, but traveling around to uh, expos like this. But yeah, my, my main thing is just getting the product out to people to try it out. Okay. I'm one of the guys they send the product to. No, I'm an ambassador, a climbing ambassador, you know, product tester. So I just put it through the ringer. How long have you been doing that? Well, for Quran, about what, seven months now. Yeah. I've been a sponsored climber going on four years now. I've had a sponsorship of some sort. So. Okay. Well, cool, cool. What are, what are we learning about today? So we have a new rope that's out, came out, uh, was introduced last May 
but was finally put to market in uh, February called Kalimba. New, tw- new 24 strand that we've come up with that uh, dual purpose rope. It's got amazing low elongation of 1.8%. So great for SRS, but then you get the benefit of an 11.9 millimeter rope for moving rope as well. Let's talk about the history of this rope and why, why it was made. So uh, we did have a 24 strand rope. We never brought it over to the North American market because it was a really stretchy rope. It was like a rubber band, basically. So a lot of European climbers do like a stretchy rope, but over here, not so much. Now, why is that? Why they like a stretchy yeah. rope? I think just the, the feel of it. I, I You have to ask a European. I'm not European. <laughs> I've heard a couple people. Have you climbed on one? I have it. Uh, so it came in two sizes. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a 11.5 and a 12. Point one, uh-huh. uh, and it was very stretchy. So you're not going to use it for SRS, but for moving rope, it's, it was okay. Okay, but is the, it something to get used to? Yeah, uh, durability, eh, it was okay. So that's why we never brought it over here because we didn't. We're coming over to North America, we want to make a splash. We want to make sure our products are top notch, and that would have probably been like uh, they're not really good at 24 strand. So that's where this rope came in. So it was. A few years in, de- in development before we released it. Uh, we had product testers all over the world and not just in certain environments. We're, they're in Australia, India, Malaysia, hmm. Canada, the States, and all throughout Europe. So we had different climates, different times of the year, so we could get the feedback if it's a snowy, wet location, hot, dry. So we could take that back to the R&D team and continue developing the rope that we have today and they sent that out to you to test it i have been tested yeah okay (laughs) so when when you guys do the testing uh and you send it out um to these ambassadors out there that are testing your products and stuff uh what is some of the you know you ship it out to them you guys have forms to fill out you have questionnaires what what are they looking for when you're you're testing it and what information do you need back to make that rope just right for to put in the market yeah, so early stages, we get out a sample to our product testers. Usually it's a smaller group, and then that first group comes back with their remarks. They'll have, we'll send them like a questionnaire, like a, fill, a form to fill out on, yeah. online for us to say, what do you like, what you don't like, is the wear very well, not very good, is it picking, not picking. So once we get that back, then we open up to our ambassador team and more product testers. And then same thing, we want that same feedback so we can continue to come in with the product that we enter the market with. So it's top notch. Got it, got it. And what did you find out with the different climates? Um, Well, so we had a product tester in Norway, did a lot of uh, like work in the snow and came back that even though that it was wet, it still used uh, like mechanicals well, there wasn't slippage. So it's good to bring back to know, okay, well, if the rope is wet, it's still gonna perform the way it does when it's dry. So stuff like that is crucial for putting out to the market to say, okay, we know that the product is going to work in those different locations, especially with different humidities. So. To, to have it in those different spots, not just send it out to 
three or four people in North America, mm-hmm. similar climate, we're not going to get that feedback, that full feedback for the global. Yeah, and that's important, especially you know when you're when you're putting out to the whole world. Yeah, you better make sure that's it's going to work dialed for everybody. In. Exactly. Yeah. Now, have you climbed with it, David? Not with Kalimba yet. I am definitely looking forward to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I do I climb on the Squeer too, um, which I absolutely love, uh, and uh, that's become one of my favorite lines. Uh, but I have been looking for a line for me. This this would be uh, likely I would use this for as a crane line a lot of the time. Um, that I, I've been looking for something that could uh, take a splice well a little bit bigger in the hand would be nice when I'm needing uh, to get back up move maybe adjust some, some rigging or just uh, be able to maneuver myself a little bit and uh, so I am definitely very excited by it I don't particularly like uh, um, very elastic rope I like relatively low elongation of course and, you're not uh, you're not in Europe <laughs> exactly right? I am not European so. <laughs> Now, now tell, tell us about when you started testing the rope and some of the feedback that you gave back and some of the changes they made. Well, so I'm fairly new with working with Courant, so okay. this was pretty much already done by the time I came on board. So I just got it before it got put out on market. So that's my, you know, okay. I didn't get to product test this rope, but I was a huge 11 mil climber. You know, I was on there Rebel. It's a real stiff line. And... Uh, I swore by that kind of stuff. And then when this came out, I almost, you know, at first I was like, oh man, you know, it was just, it almost reminded me of like a true blue. It was almost a half inch, you know, and I was like, okay, it just feels like a real fat rope. And and then I started climbing on it and it has quickly become my new favorite rope. You know, I I, I just feel it's better on my knees and everything. The static rope, it's just, it's that steel. How many, how many climbs did it take to you decided this one of my new favorite ropes now? It wasn't many. I think within my first week, because, you know, I, I always try to give everything a solid six-month test before, okay. you know, people ask me right away. I'm like, look, I got a weekend on this thing. Don't come back to yeah. me in six months, and I'll tell you how I really feel about it. It's like watching a Netflix show. I'm like, you got to make it to episode three, man. Uh, yeah. If you it make it, dude, it gets good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I watch Peaky Blinders, I was like, I had to make it to like, they only have like six episodes, but when I watched the first season, I had to make it through four, then I was hooked. Yeah, yeah. right. But I mean, the same thing with this. I, I, I do every aspect of tree work. I'm primarily SRT, unless I'm doing crane work, but then I'm just switching DRT back over to SRT mm-hmm. once I'm in the tree. Uh, cabling work, dragging tail. I mean, everything about this, it's, a, it's it doesn't stay stiff like a cable. It goes right back into a nice soft knotability yeah. type rope. Um, it, it drags well, redirects well, climbs well. Mm-hmm. I haven't found too many negative things. It, it seems like it's gotten a little bit fatter over time. So, I mean, but that's not a huge issue. It's probably pushing the 12 mil at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it handles ascenders nice. I mean, I I live in my ascenders. You know, even if I'm doing a removal, I have ascenders on my spurs. I don't spike. I clip back into my rope and I go up. I, I'm getting older. My knees don't like the spurs as much, you know, so mm-hmm. I stay out of them as much as possible. I stay on ascenders and to look at the rope, it's not bright anymore, but it's not all chewed up. You know, it's yeah. not all, it still looks like the rope, but just not. It's a little bit fatter and a little bit discolored. And that's seven months in. So that's pretty good, good so far. I've spiked it. I spiked it 
my first month having it and I wanted to cry because it wasn't even available yet. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> what am I doing with my life? But that's usually how it goes. You got something that you really like, you do something that's somewhat damaging and get upset. <laughs> so so let me let me back up a little bit, you know, with this rope. Give me, give me just a quick little history of the company. You know, you started a little bit, but I want to hear yeah. a little bit more in depth of kind of the company. And So, uh, like I said, it was seventh generation owner. Uh, so it's been passed down and passed down. This next seventh generation. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. That's yeah. wild. Right? Is there a Krant still? Yeah, yeah, he's still there every yeah. day. What's his name? Nicholas. Nicholas. Yeah. You met so, him? Oh, yeah. 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 Is, is Krant a big company? No. Uh, no. no everyone, thi- everyone thinks we're a big company. Yeah. We have about 35 employees. Cool. But we're putting it out there like and, we have hundreds. And where's where's the company from? Uh, Angers, France. Angers, France. So it's about two and a half hours south of Paris. Gotcha. We, would, we would say it Angers. It's spelled Angers. 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 A-N-G-E-R-S. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Nicholas. Yeah, Nicholas Perron. Does he come over to the States a lot? Uh, he came, He was at TCIA last was year. He? Yeah, okay, yeah, he cool. really enjoyed the show. Yeah. First time at TCIA? That, yeah, that was. Yeah. 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 And you guys go every year? Yeah, so we've been twice Three, uh, in 2019, uh, a couple people came over just to check out the show. Uh, 2020, there was nothing. And then 2021, we joined in with one of our dealers. Good. And then last year, we had our own full-on booth. Cool, cool, so, cool. Yeah, so they, they started making rope products, fishing nets, um, and that evolved over time. They really got into like the tree care side of it. Uh, in 2015, they really started ramping it up. Uh, it started more in France, and then they branched out into Europe. And then 2020, they came to North America. So it, for for the brand here in North America, very new. So most people still don't know who uh, we are. Let me let me tell you. You know, I mean, uh, I meet new you know new partners, new vendors in this industry and manufacturers all the time and you i've never heard of you guys's company before of course yeah. i'm not climbing you yeah. know uh so it's cool to have some new stuff and you know kind of give a, a fresh look and different perspective i'm sure especially seven generations yeah you know, of yeah, being it's... in this type of industry well not the tree care industry but in the rope in the textile yeah you know, so type they, of they know like it, the funny thing was everyone originally like you guys make amazing bags yeah. you guys are an awesome bag manufacturer and we're like we're not a bag manufacturer. We have good bags, but we we make rope. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. That's how I found out about them. Was yeah. their you thought cross it was a bag? bag? Well, no. I, I it was the first product I saw from them was a cross pro bag, and that just like blew my mind because it was just a bag that you could completely organize your entire kit. It straps it all down and it folds up and it's on your back. And then they have the rope bags that attach to your front strap, so you got your rope on the front and your gear on the back. Both your hands still free. I was blown away by that. I was like, this, I've been looking for organization. You know, I've always had buckets or big bags where I put all my rope in and then I'd have all my gear on top of that and then my harness on top of that. And it was mm-hmm. just gear would fall down and I'd have to bury through all my rope to find a carabiner or anything yeah. that I needed. So when this came out, I was like, it's a dream come true. And then I found out he started sending me the ropes and I was like, <laughs> whoa, hold on a minute. This is amazing. Like, I've been very happy with all that's cool, man. Yeah, Yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. So uh, now let's let me go back to the rope on this. Um, Who picked the colors? 
Nicholas? No, actually, the colors were picked by I my, love them. my colleague. Love he, them. he lives in Germany. He basically does my job, but yeah. in Europe. Okay. Uh, his daughters did. Love it. And love yeah, it. we had a contest uh, within the the company to come yeah. with a name and a color pattern, and we had to present it to everybody in the company. Okay. And he won. So. What did he win? Who's Klimba? Is Klimba his daughter? No, no, he just came up with that name. It, yeah, it just, doesn't mean anything or anything? No, no. Just not, Klimba? Not, yeah, just Klimba. Oh, yeah. Sounds like some, I don't know, Avatar word yeah. or something. <laughs> well, yeah. we can make it that way. Yeah. Yeah. We can it's make from the Avatar, right you know. Yeah. <laughs> Kalimba for that. So, well, cool. Yeah. So, where, where's the company going? What's, what's the future of your guys' company? I mean, you guys have a big past. But yeah. being new in this industry, and kind of focus where do you guys see in the last two years of learning and getting into this market that you're taking the company yeah well for for me i see being in right from the beginning i can already see how much we've grown like before you wouldn't you'd see a bag here or a bag there now i seen a whole bunch of people walking with bags around at this show and then same with the ropes like looking through social media a couple of years ago you didn't see any of our ropes and now through social media, you're seeing tons. Mm-hmm. And then climbing comps, the ones that are in the masters, a lot of them are climbing on our ropes. So it's really neat to see that it grow that way and we're, we want to continue to keep growing that way. Fine tuning some products, I'd yeah. say. You know, there's a couple things that might need touched up here and there, so work like on what? those. Throw line, uh, yeah. the throw cube some, uh, just little things, though. Yeah, you know, like, like the throw balls, just little things that need upgraded. Well, here I mean, coming there. into an industry being new, it's kind of you're not dragging around a hundred years of doing it a certain way, yeah. you know. And sometimes that's hard to change. You're yeah. new, you're very flexible. Yeah. You're not a Titanic, you're like a jet ski on the water. You're like, <laughs> this doesn't work, okay, let's change it, let's change it. Yeah, you know, and you can change it, you know, the next day to be relevant in the market and to be a disruptor, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, on that, especially having guys like this, you know, it's oh, testing yeah, it's, everything out. Yeah, it's a fun job, right? Like, <laughs> I, I love my job. That's I get cool. to do what I do and then test things out. And, you know, it, it, it's cool giving suggestions and hopefully seeing those suggestions come back and put out into the field and hopefully help other climbers make their job easier in the long run. So yeah. that's what the goal is, really, to make it easier for us. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Any any new products coming out here soon? Uh, yeah, we'll have a new lanyard system uh, coming out uh, that will be released or shown in uh, Augsburg uh, later this month. Yeah. Um, and then there might be another color. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> nice. That's, do we do we get that, to know who uh, who won that competition? That's his that's uh, his other daughter. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, we kind of uh, gave our suggestions of colors and the r&d guys kind of did the the mix and what's come out looks pretty awesome so that's pretty nice. exciting yeah that's cool that's cool what uh anything else about the rope that the listeners need to hear and know so i'll, I'll go into more of the technical side yeah. of it and i'll let patrick do more of the the user end of it so first thing off with all of our ropes they need to soak for 24 hours whether you want to soak with them like David did (laughs) or just in a bucket with clean water. So they soak for 24 hours that cleans off any of the manufacturing residue. But what it does is give you the maximum performance of the rope. 
okay. so the cover and the core become like harmonized. Um, the second thing, slim. Now, why, why don't you guys soak it before you send it? That's, that takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. So, and we don't have the the capacity to do that. Okay. So that's the reason. Will plus, it, it, plus, it helps the climber to bond with the rope. Right. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. I mean, proper harmony between you and your rope, and yeah. between the fibers within yeah. your yeah. rope. Take a exactly. Nice uh-huh. rope. <laughs> plus the yeah. current. You got to flow like water. Yeah. Right? There you go. It certainly, it certainly harmonizes. Bond you swear. with the company. Yeah, yeah. You're now one. Uh-huh. You're now, one. now one. So, so that's that's one thing. Now the rope will still work fine if you don't soak it. It's not that it's. It becomes a safety issue or anything. It just if you want to get the best out of your rope, you need to read the user manual, mm-hmm. and in the user manual, it says that. How many people don't read that? Uh, probably ninety-nine percent of the people. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it's great to be on podcasts like this to get that information out to the masses. Yeah. Um, David doing his. Uh, Instagram post of him soaking in the rope in a tub, like stuff like that. And then it becomes a fun thing too, yeah. but it's also educating the community to one, read your user manual, but proper uh, uh, cleaning and instructions of using your products. Uh, second thing with this rope is we have, uh, which is unique to us and unique to all of our ropes, uh, it's called X-Braid Technology. So each individual core, there's 12 in this one, for example, each one of those core strands are individually braided. Mm. So it's not a twisted parallel core, it's actually 12 ropes inside this rope. And that's what gives the flexibility over time, the knotability, and also the the breaking of the rope when you're static loading it right. so it'll, it'll flake back into your bag it's, you're not folding it into your bag gotcha. so those that, that's something unique to to us uh i think we're the only ones that are doing this type of technology so that gives us one kind of leg up on the other guys yeah and then we come you up think with they're going to start following that if they're not doing it maybe i don't know we'll have to see did, did it, it- did Some, it take uh, any? Sorry, when, no, I, no. Uh, as far as the tooling it took to do that, like in the process of developing that, with the the tooling you use to produce your ropes, was that pretty complicated to to get that all figured out? How, you know, to uh, like any special machinery you had to yeah, so the create. Yeah, the the braiders uh, are doing the X braid. They're running like twenty four hours a day. Uh huh. Constant, constant running. So that's a, a complete different braiding system than the 24 strand braider or the 32 strand braider or 16 strand. So it's a complete separate piece in the factory. So, but we need those cores to then produce this rope and all the other ropes. Yeah. So that's kind of like where we are backlogged because we need to produce a lot of core in order to make Squeer, uh, Kimura, Canopa, Rebel, and then now Kalimba. Because they all have this X-ray technology. Are those all made-up names? Uh, well, yeah, but <laughs> I love them. Yeah. I love. No, they're good. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, uh, what about the on on the kalimba? What about the uh, the percentage of load um, between the sheath and the core? But uh, what's the distribution there? It, it's about uh, fifty. Like you're 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 both. You're yeah. Like fifty-fifty. So, okay. You need the core. The core is keeping with the X braid is going to keep that round 
shape. Uh -huh. So you're not your your rope's not going to flatten out over time nice. either using mechanicals. Yeah. Uh, so that's a huge that's another huge advantage of this X-Bray technology. Mm -hmm. And I'll let Patrick give a, a little bit of his take on the using part of it. Well, I mean, I just found that it's been a great crossover rope. You know, there's not a lot to go into detail about it. I, I, I feel it's better than a static line. It, it has been more forgiving on my body, I feel. Uh, it's just seamless switching back from DRT to SRT. You know, I, I hop off a crane and then I just choke it on the spar. I mean, it's just been a very, it's been great to climb on. I've been enjoying it. So, I mean, there's not, I mean, do you guys have questions yeah. as far as a... Yeah, yeah, David does. Are, so, are are you using it on on like long ascent stuff where you're oh, yeah. not switching back and forth so, with the crane? Just um, you know, I'd say the longest ascent I've had on it right now is about 110, 115 foot. And okay, it was, you know, not bouncy at all. Not it bouncy. Was, it was great. It was, nice. And you said it's held up well to the senders. Yeah, I mean, I have my Hank that has seven months climbing on it, and you can see firsthand, you know, that yeah, it's not all chewed up. It, it looks identical to this, but just dirty and smelly yeah well, understandable <laughs> didn't i mean hold up like well to your spikes, spikes yeah. right yeah. what was that i said it didn't hold up too well with your yeah, spike yeah i didn't like the spike yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah. don't yeah don't, there's no don't kevlar do, don't it. do that yeah. don't do that that's not good for you so people that want to get this where do they get it uh right now it's available uh in the states at our obsession uh shelter tree uh and hopefully soon gap arborist and then shield tree as well can can anybody buy it direct no, no no we don't sell direct to end users you got to go to a dealer got it now what if somebody wants to be an ambassador for you or do any testing is that kind of a hand pick where you guys come to them or do they yeah, reach out to you well we get lots of people reaching out yeah, to us. yeah. <laughs> but we kind of keep an eye on up and coming people you don't always have to have be like twenty thousand followers you could we have lots of ambassadors that have very low numbers. That's not what yeah. it's about. It's more what they're doing in the industry. Are they doing training? Are they promoting safe work practices? And then also using people that are around the world, not in just one location. Got it. Got it. So uh, another, I had a couple more questions on this too. So uh, you talked a little bit about this uh, this place that is uh, on on Kalimba and uh, the the um like the strength relative to the rope everything yep. like that yeah so the the rope is rated for 35 kilonewtons this i believe this is the strongest slim splice in the market as well because most are rated for 15 to 18 kilonewtons so ours is rated at 23 kilonewtons but when we were doing the testings we we had brakes ranks from 26 to 28 kilonewtons the rope is rated for 35 Mm -hmm. So really high strength splice. I can't talk too much about how it's constructed because we don't share any of our splicing. It's proprietary. Yeah, we only share that with the dealers that want to get certified. So they do the testing, they get a certificate, uh, so they are a certified Quran splicer. Got it. Got it. Cool. And uh, how about milking? Um, what's a you know? I, I've experienced like virtually no milking with my squeer. Been hugely pleased with that. Um, how about, how does that compare with the Kalimba? All of our ropes are either zero or very little milking. Yes. Again, that's the, the, the technology that we put together with the X-Braid, 
the combination of if you soaked the rope. Yeah, yeah. that's important because I've, yeah. I've seen it firsthand. I, my first Rebel, I didn't soak, and I did have milking, and I had some jacket issues and some soft spots on my ropes. And so then I got my next Rebel pre-soaked it. It no no issues at all. So it is very important to soak that rope that I feel so far because the one time I climbed on it, my rope the rope was no good. I thought you know I had a lot of issues with that rope. So definitely pre-soak your rope. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, guys, uh, awesome. You know, yeah. awesome for you guys being in the industry and shaking it up and bringing some new yeah. new innovations you know because that's what our industry is about is we need new companies to come in or not in your case old companies yeah. but new industry of coming in and kind yeah. of shaking it up and you know trying out some different things and bringing a new look to us because uh to the industry because this is where it makes it better this is where Definitely. people start going what the uh, whose phone's vibrating that was, that was mine alarms. yeah <laughs> turn that shit off <laughs> it's a podcast Dang. He's Hollywood over yeah, there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> keep vibrating. I'm like, the whole time I'm going to listen to this again, I'm like, I can hear it. And I'm gonna, like, I'm going to kill Jared one time. I'm on a, a freaking podcast with Jared. He'd bring up his glass with ice and go clink, 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 clink. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to kill you. But anyways, um, no, thanks, guys, for being on the show and stuff. Uh, love when you guys come out with some new products to be on our show. And come out to California. Yeah. Come do a training with us. Come do... Uh, uh, a course, you know, be a part of it. Send your team out there. We'll put you guys through it, and then do some podcasts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah thanks awesome. for having us on, and yeah, I'm excited yeah. to get out to California and, and see the. Do you come out there ever? I've been. I was out there last year. This at this time for uh, Grimp Day for a rope rescue event. Okay, so cool. I've been out there once. They got Treetopia coming. You guys yeah. should come out for Treetopia. That's yeah. a really cool event that they put out there for that. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, well, good. We're gonna see more of you guys at all the trade shows. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys and everybody that's listening. Uh, remember, if you got something out of it, you learned something today, uh, share it, you know. And if you guys want to try out the rope, go to your local dealer and, and go buy it, right? And, exactly. And, and, you won't be disappointed. No, you, you won't. <laughs> and if you like it and that, send them messages. If you don't like it, don't send them messages. But send them messages, all right? Yeah. So <laughs> appreciate you guys uh, for listening. Remember to continue to elevate the standard of the industry through safety, training, and current innovation appreciate you guys Bye. Go. Thank, thank you. you thank you